0: And cheers, cheers. And
1: welcome to episode 18. 18. 18 of Diplomacy Games. I'm Ambi. I'm Kana and uh, you're joining us on a very special occasion. We're celebrating over our drinks the conclusion of the uh, Diplomacy World Cup over in Oxford in the UK. Yes, um, I haven't actually been following it, but I understand one of our own's done quite well. Well, yeah, yeah, so um, coming in third, I think, in the, uh, was an actual P-Web Diplomacy player. Demon uh, Overlord. Demon Overlord. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes, yeah, so um, she, she, did very very well um and actually when you kind of look back at the um i saw recently chris martin published uh a link on twitter that went through to the the rankings for how everybody went oh yeah and um it's interesting some of the the names that people tend to know within the diplomacy community uh, who've been doing very very well in that sense didn't kind of do quite as well so i think it's a case of people who are just obviously very aware of their gameplay and
0: Probably judging them based on previous games and go out of their way to um, disadvantage them. So where are we drink? What's the name of this place? Oh yes, so we're at um, Sunny's House of Blues. It's a pretty funky basement bar. Eh? it
1: is. It kind of reminds me of what like uh, an old you know strip club in the late eighties looks like.
0: <laughs> <I get that>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I get that. Well, yeah. probably for you. oh shit, almost not having my wine. Um, yeah, or well, maybe for you it's a little bit later. But yeah, it looks like a, a really tacky type of strip club, but... Oh,
0: well, they do a really good live music
1: here. Oh, yeah, 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 I've, yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. here for, for uh, at least one gig and I'm trying to get here for another one, but, yeah... And what ones. are you drinking? Um, this is the one and only red that they've got. <laughs> it's a uh, Pinot Noir from um, somewhere called the Hurricane or Il Hurricane or something like that. Okay. So obviously this is not a wine bar. No, no, it's more beers. I think. What have you got, Kana? I've got a young young, 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 Henry's. Young Henry's. Is it the New Towner or no, the? Uh, it's the natural lager. The natural lager. It's very tasty. It's very, oh, tasty. very good. Yeah. So, cheers again. Cheers again. Actually, I think last time around we were catching up, and I think we said we we're going to go to um, yeah, she said actually based on going to to a place yeah. right next to a strip club. Um, they're actually not open on Wednesday nights. Oh, boo! So um, I don't think we'll ever get there. But um, there's actually another place on on my topic of actually this is the only wine that they've got here that's red. There's a wine bar that's opened up in Brisbane now. Oh, yeah, yeah, called the Silver Fox. Do they do beer there? They've probably got one beer on top. One beer on top, yeah. <laughs> so that one's a bit further away. You know where we went to, um, last time around, to Mr. Edwards' Alehouse? I think yes. it's just a block further on. Oh, that's close enough. It's yeah. not too far. Yeah. But we can probably do a, a double one there too, because there's also another place. There's a, a, a beer bar nearby, so we'll see how we go. But yep. anyway, we, we're digressing,
0: um, as we often do. Yeah, probably want to get back onto the topic of diplomacy. That's right. Oh, yeah. Back onto diplomacy, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Diplomacy uh, podcast here.
1: So, um... Yeah. We've talked a little bit about the um, the World Diplomacy Cup. I'm kind of, um, because it was obviously very much a face-to-face tournament, I'm kind of hoping that the boys over in Diplomacy Cast maybe snuck in a, an interview or two over there. I did see that um, Nathan Barnes, I think, was okay. in yeah. attendance. Yes, So um, I'm kind of hoping he brought over a recorder and we can maybe learn from
0: some more face-to-face players whilst we obviously focus on the online players. But well, hopefully hear from them. Get, great to get their insights. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of uh, one of our own um, Demon Overlord, uh, there's uh, also a couple of guys over at Web Diplomacy who are getting together to make a, well, uh, I don't know, it's a bunch of them from Web Diplomacy or just one guy who's in Web Diplomacy has got an interest in it, but he started a Diplomacy game show. Yeah. um, (laughs) Which is (laughs) good. I I loved it. (laughs) it Have you watched them all? I only watched the first episode. Yeah, I watched the yeah. first
1: episode, and I thought, this is interesting. It's, it's a good premise. Um, so we'll post a link in the show notes through to the uh, Diplomacy game show um, and their videos that they've currently got running. I guess your way of looking at it's like, it's like a pilot. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's no. a really, really basic pilot. It's like, you know, one guy got his mates over who I don't know if they played the play with, I don't think, reading it, it didn't sound like no, they I do. don't know, yeah. And he had, like, he That's was still, that. like, short by somebody because someone said, nah, 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 I'm not going to do that. the last <laughs> second. the last second. So I think they're playing without, is it, without Italy's, the the way you play with Six? Yeah, Italy's
0: in Super um, Disorder, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I actually quite enjoyed their feedback, their sort of one-on-ones reality show, Big Brother, oh, yeah, how are you yeah, going yeah, now, yeah, yeah, and yeah. what did you think about this turn, and the graphics on it were pretty fun, you know. Yeah. I know
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah.
0: I mean, he kind of, I think
1: he put, um, was it six cameras or something like that around his apartment or wherever it is, so that yeah. people can go away and have their diplomacy chats and negotiations, and of course the cameras caught everything, Yes. and then they'd come back later. Um and uh, way after the game over, and you know, edit it, bring it all together. Yep. I'd, I guess oh, probably. Geez, um, Ted Nugent. Pretty old school, <laughs> this one.
0: I thought oh, I had Jimmy Hendrix on earlier. Oh, okay. Um. He just totally did throw my chain of thought. Sorry. Anyway, videos, they get together, they talk. Oh, yes. Um, I reckon my only suggestion, because he, he, he wrote back on the forum asking for advice, yes. um, he's got a whole heap of good advice there. Um, my only thing is to have maybe um, alcoholic beverages there oh god would, yeah. yeah just to, just to, to watch um, people becoming progressively more inebriated is um, pretty funny in, in, in and of itself um, well
1: yeah I mean you yeah. kind of put up like a hundred dollars as like a prize yeah, yeah so yeah. I think it's good to have some type of stakes in the game yes as an incentive um, apart from just beating your mates or whatever like that but I don't know. I kind of think it's a great premise, but what would actually make it work, and how would it actually get into
0: like a mainstream, either um,
1: mainstream, you know, within TV land, or like a mainstream online presence, like on a Netflix or whatever, like that, or a YouTube
0: channel, or yeah, whatever like that. Yeah, I Um, I, I think he's definitely going the right way about it. Getting feedback from his obvious audience. as to uh, any seven players, any needs needs seven, seven players. Yeah, um, I like the, the the money angle, the award angle. Um, you like the alcohol angle, I think. I like the angle. Oh, I like the alcohol yeah, yeah. angle. I think. I think yeah. we all both like. Everyone yeah, likes that. Yeah. Anyone <laughs> listens to this podcast <laughs> goes. The yeah, we like alcohol. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I think maybe a female on board might be more rounded. I think. Well, I like taking inspiration
1: from the. Um, Diplomacy World Cup.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, third best in
1: the world. Well, when you think about it, ladies have more than 50% of the uh, general population.
0: Population, yeah.
1: (laughs) Why don't they play diplomacy?
0: Now, there's a discussion for another day. Why don't ladies play more diplomacy? Yeah. We need to find out more on this. Yes, this we
1: must well. Maybe did, actually I talk, I to talk to ladies about what the ladies play diplomacy. What's their view of things? <laughs> so there you are. If you're a uh, online um, diplomacy player who happens to be a lady, yeah, get like, in touch with us. Let us know. Let us know, and either your insights. I did try introducing it to my wife. It lasted all of half a game. And yeah, I wouldn't yeah. even bother with my wife. Mrs. Davy wouldn't be into it. She just looks at the computer when I'm playing
0: and goes, rolls her eyes, and walks on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's something about conquering the world. Mm. It could be. It could be. But
1: um, the other thing I thought which would be interesting is, like, if you actually made this, if, if that if the Diplomacy Game Show was, like, a real proper big thing, yep. you know what I mean, you'd kind of, would you kind of put other stakes in it other than just money, you know what I mean, or...?
0: I mean, like having you, a having a side game or, going on. Well,
1: yeah, I'm mean thinking that or whether it's like almost like a tournament thing where you like Like your Big Brother style thing where they're locked in the house and shit like that. Yep. But in doing so, you're kind of not always playing diplomacy and you find... Particularly if they're like not friends, if they're all people who don't know each other. Yeah, how would that dynamic... How be? would that dynamic <laughs> work go and then how would the way that they... Like, for example, if you come into the, into the show and you don't know about diplomacy and you don't know about the nature of stabbing people... And how to get ahead in this particular game. And then you start, someone starts stabbing others. How do people then react to that? Do they kind of keep it just on the board in the game, or then do and they does kind the of. a whole house
0: dynamic blow up entirely. It like becomes all, you know, Lord of the Flies. And... <laughs> yeah, people <are> running around with <laughs> <to> seven hands <answers. laughs> Anyway,
1: anyway, so, anyway. That was an interesting thing. The other thing, another thing that was interesting was um, you posted yourself
0: up on the Vita uh, the Primacy. Oh yes, saying Um, um, you've now uh, a. Well, I I always have been an admin since my mod days, right? And because Ollie hasn't really been around, um, you actually need to have access to the database to physically remove someone from being an administrator, right? Um, Yep, I just (laughs) (laughs) Ollie's too
1: busy to remove you, and you just rediscover that oh, you
0: haven't been removed. Um, Essentially, yeah, and um, well, there's been a bit of a backlog on moderating. Uh, some of the problems that have been cropping up on V Diplomacy. Yep. And so I thought, I'd well, all right, I've, I've, I've got these super admin powers, which is quite an extensive list of stuff I can do. Um, so what can you do things, as an admin? Well, I can uncrash games to start off with. Unwhat? what? Uncrash games. Ah, oh, okay, because this
1: is what happened with the boss game, because the boss game got crashed for God knows how long. I think Captain Mean was looking at doing some magic and...
0: Well, if yes. No so, magic
1: happened for a while, and then all of a sudden, it's like Cana sends out this email or this message saying, "Hey, I'm now an admin," and then instantly the
0: game's uncrashed, gets fixed. Yeah. Um, so the, the 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 mods have um, certain powers, right? right? So they can see who's actually playing in the game. If it's um, if it's a if it's an anonymous game, they can see who's playing in that game. And you
1: can check things like IP addresses, and check things IP like yes, they there up to can, no
0: good? You can ban things and stuff. Um, but I've got another set of um, actions which I can actually cause to occur right. um, if, in, if, it, if it needs to happen. Um, so as an admin, you can uncrash games. What other cool things can you do? Well, I Animate can, the dead? I can change reliabilities. <laughs> um, I can change people's reliability ratings. Um, oh, really? Oh, good. I've, 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 can you kind of
1: <laughs> reflect, <between> on, <laughs> reflect on the fact that I keep you know NMRing, keep dropping my reliability rating? Can you just fix it up for me? No, uh, no. You give, yeah, you, give me, you give me like open. a fuck off look. <laughs> you're, like, you're taking your <laughs> yeah, responsibility right, no, you're seriously. Responsibility.
0: Um, oh, look, it, it's actually got to do with all the, more with the back end stuff um, of, of running the space. I can, uh, without going into too much detail about it, um, I can clear caches. I can change. I can clear error logs. Um, I, can, I can look into access logs. It's um, just, just a little bit of a step above of what a moderator can do. Okay. Um, so can you do anything magical
1: with you know bringing new variants to the side,
0: or that's still beyond your control? No, that's beyond my control. So uh, Ollie, being the only one who can actually access the database itself yep. um, is the only one who can really go about making any changes. So if, it, if there's an error in, say... Uh, a, any yeah, of the variants we put together because we're crappy and we... Um, put out a really stupid variant description which didn't tell anyone any of the special rules. Yep. I still can't actually go in there and change that. That has a Uh, file that sits by itself that needs to be uploaded. So it's like a super admin. That's,
2: um... Owner. Owner owner status. Owner status, yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah, that's why he's got the gold.
1: Circle around it It's got the gold crown. It's got the gold crown. It's got the Oli Veda gold, gold crown. The Veda <laughs> crown. Yeah. Just, so, so just getting a bit tarnished. It hasn't been polished for a long um,
0: while. <laughs> yeah. Well. Although. You never know. It might be. Um, uh, you know. I Might be honest. Might be, maybe, 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 maybe. 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 So, so, so yeah. for
1: our listeners, just so you know, we're um, we're doing a double recording session where. Um, Recording both episode 18 and then we'll back it up with episode 19. And maybe in episode 19 we'll talk a little bit more about that. that a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Little yes, bit, maybe. A little bit. A little maybe, bit. maybe, maybe, bit. maybe. maybe.
0: Um, <laughs> but speaking of, because uh, we're just on oh, moderators yes. and admins and stuff yes. like this, we were very lucky and got to interview a very special guest um, from Web mm. Diplomacy. Who Absolutely. Is himself. Um, the head honcho. The head honcho of yeah. the space, our co-owner of Web Diplomacy, Sam Zulta was kind enough to share some time with us and have a chat yeah. about uh, what's it like, what sort of stuff he does, and um, well, just his experience in general um, as, as a mod admin over at WebDip. And I think this is an important
1: thing because it's now 18 episodes in. Yes. And we've kind of danced around WebDip a little bit. You know, we've talked about, you know, the one versus one tournament and known world going over there. And and um, uh, there was like the online diplomacy championship that was being held over there. I think it was that one or it was another one. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. But we haven't really spent a lot of time talking WebDip on this podcast. It's been very VDip focused. VDip
0: or PlayDip. PlayDip more yeah. recent
1: times. so time we got into web dip. Absolutely. And um, I mean hey, it's where we start where I started. That's where I started? Yeah. Well actually no, I started with email diplomacy. Oh yeah Um, yeah yeah. I'm talking about within the the nine sorry the the WWW space.
0: Yeah, the W. The, the interwebs. Them, the Interwebs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. 2008 was
1: me. And actually and found it interesting, um, as we kind of get into a conversation with Zulter, I think he talked about when he joined and when he got involved, and I think both you and I actually joined and were playing WebDip before he was. Yes. So <laughs> we should have actually found out how that all worked, if he's a co-owner, co-whatever, Probably much more active. Oh, that's no, uh, right. He, he actually mentions, I think, later on, which we'll talk about. he will talk about how I think Kestus kind of
0: handed some of those responsibilities over, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah Kestus yeah. was the original owner. Now they're co-owners, but there's some very exciting things which, is, which um, are up and coming for the website. But yeah. um, we'll leave the interview to. Um, well, yeah, we'll let Zulter do his stuff, and yeah, and we'll right. get back to you. Um, After you've had a listen, yeah, and I'll go get
1: myself another drink,
0: and I reckon I'll need another one too. Awesome. Okay. Okie dokie. So, today uh, we are having an interview with Zulta. And Zulta, as many listeners will know, is an administrator, co owner of webdiplomacy.com. No, web, yeah, no, it's webdiplomacy. Am I getting this right? Uh, Net. Net, net,
2: net diplomacy. Um, Oh, God, what? if the... <laughs> you only just woke up and got out of bed, or something, Kano?
0: I have just woken up. Sorry, guys. I was um at a uh, bit of a games night last night, and the bloke brought over some mead, and I'm just feeling it, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty strong stuff. Okay, shall so start. I'll start again. Hey,
2: eh? that's no, all right. Yeah, I was fine to leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it in.
0: Oh, okay. Here we go. All right. So today. Oh, good morning. Oh, god. <laughs> Right. Take three. <laughs> okay. Third time's the charm. So today we've got an interview with Zulta, um, who, as many of you know, is a co-owner of um, webdiplomacy.net, which is an online community. It's really, really uh, popular, lots, lots and lots and lots of units, users. Um, it's also one of my spaces where I started playing diplomacy at. I joined up there in September 2008, um, so that's almost a decade ago, but it's been going for much longer, Web Diplomacy. How long have you been over there, Zulta? You, you kind of took over from Kestis, is that correct?
3: Well, uh, so I've been a, a member, a regular member, since uh, March 14, 2011. My, my user ID is 33599, and the way I know is I'm looking at my profile, that's how I can remember um, so, I was a user for a while before I became a mod. Um, I'm, I'm part of the moderator team. And then, I, um, uh, two years ago, I joined Kestas as co owner of Web Diplomacy. Okay. And, and what does that entail, being a co owner of the site? Uh, uh, basically, uh, I get blamed for everything when it doesn't work. That's, <laughs> that's what it entails. More seriously, though, it's basically I do the uh, the day to day with the mod team. I you know I take a look at the forum, I look at the um, the moderator emails. I work with uh, all the mods to answer to do cases. Um, and when we have big decisions and things like that, um, I make those decisions for the most part. Um, I also collect donations and I run donations. So you probably have seen uh, like about half a year ago. We started a, a um, you know, we wanted to, to get to money so that we can improve our site. And so I, I was the person who who did all of that. Kessler's has basically run the all the hardware stuff and uh, the programming and the uh, site uh, development stuff.
0: Okay, so there's a whole heap of stuff there that we're going to, well, I'm going to really want to delve into a bit later. But we also have um, a whole heap of Play Diplomacy listeners um, who may not really be familiar with web diplomacy? Do you want to just give us a bit of um, an overview of how, of, of what it looks like, how it works, uh, for those who might not be so familiar with webdiplomacy.net?
3: Oh, sure. Um, so webdiplomacy.net. It's it's a fairly easy site to get access to to sign up. So when you when you sign up, we send you an email to verify, and once you're there, everything is free. Um, we don't charge anything at all. Um, and we don't run ads or anything. So what you see when you are on is uh, your homepage, which has basically three columns where there is the forum column where you basically see, you know, people posting about different topics ranging from, um, politics to, uh, diplomacy itself to, um, random jokes, whatever. And then you see a, uh, the middle column is, uh, the notice section. This is where you get your personal messages your in-game messages, things that have to do with um, the game or um, someone's trying to contact you. And then the last column is where you see your games. This is where uh, all your games that, are your, that you are currently playing, are. The, they, they show up there as well as games that you want to spectate, uh, which is a current an option that we added cur- um, just uh, uh, about a year ago. This is where you can watch games that you're interested in so you don't have to go back and link it. Um, Every time, Uh, and generally, uh, creating games and running games are fairly easy. We have a large uh, user base, so we actually have live games going on a daily basis. And uh, just six months ago, we added a a one-to-one options where you can play uh, as France versus Austria or Italy versus Germany, and that has been really, really popular with uh, our user base um, because you can play that within you know, an hour, an hour and a half, as opposed to three or four hours with a full um, a
0: normal game. Okay. So so for us at the moment, um, it's seven o'clock in the morning. You'd be coming up to, what, it's about four o'clock for you over in Central America. I've just logged on, and there's there's 79 people logged on as legitimate users, and Thirty-eight games, sort of starting. So yes, yeah, looks like it's a, it's a really quick way and uh, to jump in and start a game of diplomacy. And the board itself there looks it looks really nice. It's one of the things which really attracted me to wanting to um, be more involved with this sort of community there. Out, out of interest, how many games have you played, Zulter? All up?
3: How many games have I played? Yeah. Um, let's see. All in all, I have played 135 games. Although, like, the last 20 or 30 games have been just um, one-on-one games because uh, I, I have just been, I haven't been playing the full game, the normal game, the press game, or gunboat games for about two years now um, since I started a graduate school and, 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 and I'm married with two kids. So time, time it's not uh, something that I have a lot of. So I can play short games and that's it. But all in all, 135 games.
0: That's a pretty good record. Um and Web Diplomacy really focuses, um, like, as you said, you've, you've got your one versus one um, variants and you've got two other variants which live on the site. Um, no, three, is it? You've got...
2: Yeah, there's more, Yeah, you've got the ancient Mediterranean, modern diplomacy, fall of the American Empire, and then that um, World Diplomacy 9, you know, the one with the, the penguins or whatever.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So we have four other variants in addition to the two one versus one, and then the classic.
0: Okay. What's, this, what's the process of getting variants sort of uh, ported to web diplomacy? As a little while back, you had um, Known World 901 ported over, and that didn't last a very long, I understand. So what happened there, Zulter?
3: Oh, uh, I, I guess that's sort of my fault uh, because um, we, we ported it over. It worked fine for the most part, but there were um, bugs that were um, embedded within that variant that we didn't know about. So the reason why we don't have very many variants is we, we like to focus on sort of the classic game. That's what we we uh, are you know focus a lot of attentions on, and a lot of our tournaments are, are one uh, are, are classic games. Um, so we have a sister site, the Diplomacy, and that's where they, uh, almost all of the variants that you can find on you know online that's where they rest. Although the vDiplomacy's uh, codes are based off of web diplomacy codes, not all the variants have gone through sort of like the same programming techniques. They don't have, they're not as clean in coding terms. So when you port a lot of things that are sort of done to make that one variant work, so when you port that over to the main site and you haven't ported over all of the others, uh, you know, sort of one-off um, development, they don't work so well. And so we, we don't import uh, port over all of the um, the you know the variants and only the ones that we think will are clean and uh, our user base will enjoy. Does that answer your question?
2: Yeah, I, I think that does. I think if I can add to that, Zultar. I know just from Kainer and my experience, we've put together I think between us I don't know probably about fifteen or so different variants on V diplomacy. So um, with our absolutely non-existent technical coding skills, um, I can imagine how there might be the odd bug that kind of gets into that, which obviously would play havoc if you're maintaining a very um, pure system, so to speak.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's right. And since our code is actually the the main base code for a lot of other uh, diplomacy sites, we um, we don't want to sort of add a lot of you know one-off developments in there. It has to be. Complete, it has to be clean and it has to be, um, you know, sort of freely available on GitHub so that other people can use. Um, yeah, I think you've got it. I think the other thing
2: when it comes to um, the focus on classic is uh, it, that's, as you mentioned, this is what the actual web. Um, diplomacy um, users go there for. Uh, I I remember reading in the forum, probably a few months back, there was an analysis done, I think, when there was talk around bringing known world and and, um, the one versus one games on. And it kind of showed that, look, overwhelmingly, everybody's there playing classic. Yeah, there's some people playing, you know, the odd game of um, Fall of the American Empire and, you know, ancient Mediterranean and so forth. But generally, it's all really, really classic focused. So if that's what your audience wants, then it makes perfect sense to do that. And I actually found that really, really good. Um, during my last lot of holidays, I was actually able to hop on and find, a, you know, a live game. And to find a live game that was available with, you know, seven players, I think, is, you know, a, a great um, measure of, you know, what web diplomacy is and what it can achieve for for players.
3: Yeah, so so far we, um, we have, I think, 70,000 games finished on our site and the vast majority of those games are classic games um and i think there's about two thousand games now that within just the last six months that are the one versus one but um the vast majority of them are classic games and and it is really great that we have a a very active user base that you can actually get live games going and i think that's one of the the best things about web diplomacy is playing the live games The, the the adrenaline you know when you play a live game whether or not it's the classic gunboat or the one versus one, it's it's great. I, I enjoyed it a lot.
2: I totally agree with you. It's it's a lot of fun. So Zilta, do
0: you know um, how many forks of the code is actually out there? You mentioned that the web diplomacy is the sort of the the, the, the kernel code source. Um, do you know how many uh, sites out there have kind of gone and run with it? I know v diplomacy is just one of many. Um, do they do they contact you, telling you that you well we've got a site running up on your code, or is it just sort of they grab it and you find out later, or you just don't know?
3: They, they just grab it and they run with it. The only time they get they really contact us, is when they when something breaks, and then they email us and, and ask us why why it's not working, or say that we did a bad job coding. But that's basically the only time we hear about it. So I know that um, you know they say. There used to be an Italian site. There's a Russian site. There may have been a Spanish site at one point. So they just people just take it and run with it. And we um, they don't report to us in any shape or form.
2: Yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed. I kind of was secretly hoping there was this little you know web diplomacy sites admin club or something where you guys all get together and you know.
3: <laughs> I got plenty of that with my mod team already. I don't need any more uh, additional teams to talk to. <laughs>
0: Okay, and, and speaking of the mod team, how does the whole moderation system work at Web Diplomacy? You've got a large user base, so I'm sure that there's a consistent stream of people contacting you guys.
3: Yes, so we have uh, a dedicated you know, um, email just for mod team business uh, because we do have a lot of um, emails that come through to us. Whether or not about, it's about creating new tournaments or cheaters or just questions. Um, so the way it works is that there is a team. It's usually between seven to ten people. As of the last four four years or so since I've been um, the admin and co-owner, I've made the team to about be about seven between seven and ten people, and uh, those seven to ten people take care of everything essentially for the site. Uh, we get emails um, you know, every day, and the hardest thing to keep up is um, answering all those emails, going through games, um, checking, checking, making sure that no uh, no one's you know, multi-accounting or cheating or meta-accounting. Um, it is a very, very hard job, and a lot of times it is a thankless job, as you probably have seen on the forum, mm-hmm. and um, we get yelled at a lot.
0: Yeah, and you also, but you get that comedy cube that's sitting next to your name, which uh, gives you.
3: That's how we get the plus ones, You know, that's <laughs> that's makes it all worth it. Those those plus ones.
0: So, how much do you really crave those plus ones, Zulter?
3: You know, it's just a fun thing. Um, I, I I get them. I get them. I don't like. Sometimes I try to, to get the plus ones, mostly because it irritates people. That <laughs> I I get a lot of plus ones for not doing all that much, or when I just say you know random stuff that I get plus ones. Um, yeah there it's it's fun
0: um back to the back to the moderation stuff um so what would be kind of your average daily load as a moderator how many emails would you probably be looking through or cases looking at concerns that sort of stuff
3: uh so we we don't ask our moderators to do sort of a you know a a daily um amount or anything like that because it can wear down on you we've we've had we've tried that before um it and and it just wears you down so what we've asked people to do is just you know look at the inbox you know maybe once a week and then do as many cases you can uh and you know we we have uh we have some internal quotas for everybody to sort of try to meet if we can but it is something that's sort of hard for everybody to keep up um Everybody, you know, does a pretty good job in the beginning, but you know, after like three, four months of, of answering emails and then um, actually searching for for cheaters and not just um, waiting for people to email us, that's that's the part that's kind of hard to keep up because that that takes some time and effort and sort of you know you you have to do it on a weekly basis.
0: And you're pretty pretty high success rate in catching out um people who tried multi-account and that as I understand it. Is that correct?
3: We we do a pretty good job of catching the cheaters. When when I became admin, I, I worked a lot with a few people uh, uh, to to really change the the system, people like JMO, 11209 and Goldie. We we did a lot to change how we uh, you know sort of respond to multi-accounting and meta accounting. And, um, we have had a really good success rate of kick finding cheaters within, you know, within weeks, if not within, uh, days and hours now, from time to time now. Um, so yeah, we, we've, I think we have done a good job at making sure that the site is mostly free of cheaters. Now the meta accounting, that's, you know, that's how harder to do. That's when people, you know, have relationships outside of the site. And so that requires more work on our part, um. But, but I, in general, I think we, we've done a decent job of addressing those sort of things.
0: Okay. Um, and the other part of the site that's moderated is the forum. Um, now, as you mentioned earlier, there's all sorts of stuff posted into the forum, whether it's uh, mafia uh, games or advertising for games or political stuff. There's a lot of political stuff um, and... You know, just random wacko out there kind of attempts at humour, I suppose. Um, and it's it's honestly, it's one of the reasons why I keep on coming back to the site because I just I just love the banter that goes on there. Um, but occasionally it sort of gets pretty heated. Um, on the forum, and people have had to had some I don't know quiet time, or I'm not sure how it all really works. Could you enlighten us on how the forum is moderated?
3: Yeah, I'm not uh, allowed to talk about how the forum is moderated that's that's uh, super secret information that uh, that is hidden from people uh, I'm just kidding <laughs> that, yeah. uh, so the if you're on the forum of all you know that and you, you play diplomacy you know the kind of people we tend to attract you know very strong-minded and, and, and very strong will outspoken lots of opinions and and also people who want to manipulate right I mean that's sort of the the whole game that's what diplomacy is based on so we do have a lot of conflict um on the forum now uh what the, the the heated stuff that you see now on the forum is is nothing compared to what it was um three four years ago so three or four years uh, um, ago and, and then before that we just had sort of a free-for-all on the forum where the moderators didn't really uh we didn't moderate the forum as much and there was just a lot of hate and vitriol and people said whatever the, they wanted on a forum and we didn't think that was sort of the best thing for our site we had lots of reports um from users as well as moderators saying that they didn't like what they saw when they came to the site while they enjoyed the banter they didn't you know they didn't want to be called names or be threatened and things like that so um two three years ago we changed how we approached the forum so we moderate the forum now. For the most part, we, um, as you can see in the forum, we don't really in sort of uh, uh, actively go out there and moderate everything ev- what everybody said. But we try to make sure that while people can argue and disagree, they do it in a civil manner. And if they they aren't able to do that, we give them warnings either on on that um, on the forum itself if it's warranted or in. Uh, through emails, and if they refuse to comply, then we, um, you know, we give out silences. So there are silence from, you know, anywhere from um, forty-eight hours to a uh, seventy-two hours to a week, even to a month. And it's sort of, you know, just giving them time to realize that look, this is not the kind of behavior that is warranted on the forum, and. If this is something that, you know, you aren't willing to follow our sites and our rule, then, you know, these are the consequences. So um, that's maybe one of the hardest thing for the moderator team to do is to moderate the forum because um, we do get a lot of random stuff on there. A lot of spams, a lot of, you know, threats that are trying to be humorous. Uh, we also have people who, who say things that are really outlandish and, um, and hateful. And so it, it is something that sort of we balance, we try to balance, you know, giving free speech versus making the site a welcoming place. It is not an easy task.
0: Absolutely. And I imagine it's probably one of the harder um, acts to really balance. Um, I know at V Diplomacy, because it's, a very, it's your sister site, um, we do tend to get a few web dip refugees at times. Um, <laughs> yes. Yep. And to be to be honest I think a lot of them do really you know take on board that lesson and um, become active members of our community there um, but on on V diplomacy uh, do you do you play there? Do you have a favorite variant there?
3: I, I do have an account but I, I've only played like three or four games on that account. my I do have a favorite on V diplomacy. I've tried to port it over but my mod team has at least the mod team when I when I brought it up they said that, that was a terrible idea so they they shut me down so unfortunately I, I can't play my favorite variant there which is I'll give you one guess as to what it is a uh, fog of war no no that's my that's my the second one we might port that over when we have a chance oh
2: excellent <laughs> that's um. that-
3: in, in uh, that's we're, we're planning for that.
2: It wouldn't be World War 4, would it?
3: No, it's it's the Ank- Ankara Crescent.
2: Ankara Crescent.
3: Yes, I, I really like that variant. Um, it is really fun. It's it's crazy. It's cha- you know it's just chaotic. So I I, I really enjoy that. But um, some people don't think they'll add too much to the site. I I I'm gonna sort of keep arguing that point with them. When I get a chance, <laughs>
0: that, that that's a, that is a fun one. That's one where you can just pretty much move to anywhere, isn't that right? It, any anywhere is adjacent to everywhere. Yeah,
3: that's right. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's one where um, the the creator of that uh, variant is um, has been a mod team on the mod team as an a mod and a moder and an administrator for us, Captain Meme. So that's sort of an extra layer of excitement for me.
2: Brilliant, brilliant. Amby had a. I actually had a question just about the forums. If we can just go back to that for a moment, Um, one thing that I always kind of scratch my head around is the mafia culture on WebDip, which doesn't seem to exist on any other. Actually, no, I think there is a small mafia presence on um, on PlayDip, but um, it's just so I understand because whenever I try to learn, you know, how to actually how it works. I've just constantly, you know, scratched my head. Is there anything actually diplomacy related or is it just a straight forum game where people just play a game in a forum that's non-diplomacy related?
3: I have never played a game of Mafia. I have no idea why. <laughs> the there idea. Is big, this is such a big thing on, on the forum, right? They're on, they're on game 30 right now. And there is like... There's a lot of stuff that goes on with Mafia that I am just completely unaware of and uninterested in. They seem to have their its own life. I mean, they have a council, they have a website that goes through about how you know, you know, you can go through and create your the game. They have games that are backlog, from what I've been told. Um, it, it has nothing to do with diplomacy. I guess it does have to do with manipulation, from what I understand. And, you know, trying to trick people into doing certain things or, you know, to present facts, alternative facts, if you will. But, uh, yeah, it's a it's a thing on its own.
2: So there's no board or anything. It's just a straight. Everything's just played in the forum itself.
3: Yeah, they just they just talk. They just type things (laughs) and they vote. I, I don't understand it. I've tried looking into it and it's I don't understand it. And then they change the rules from game to game. Um I just it we allow it to, to go on because lots of people seem to like it. And as long as they contain it within one or two threads, we'll we'll just let it go. Cool.
2: Um, one thing that that cropped up probably about six months or so ago on both VDIP and WebDip was talk about a possible merge which was quickly shut down. Um not 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 in a, you know shut down in a bad way, just you know, things got clarified. Do you think at any stage in the future there would ever be a merge?
3: Between uh, web-dip,
2: WebDip and PlayDip? Worry. Uh Webdip and PlayDip, yeah. Oh sorry, sorry, I said the wrong thing. WebDip and VDIP.
3: Okay. Because there's no plan to merge WebDib and PlayDip because PlayDev has, as you well know, uh, you know, a pay model, and we are completely free. Um, there, there has been talk about merging WebDev and VDip, particularly, I think, since the, the owner of VDip has um, been away from, from the site uh, uh, for a while now, and um, it just depends a lot on what um, Ollie wants to do, the owner of VDip wants to do. I have made the offer to help um, uh, the mod team to help with VDIP, uh, particularly since you know we, we are trying to develop our site and add new features. But that's uh, that's most of that is, is um, not in my hand at this point. It's it's up to the the, the mod team at VDIP and and Oli, the, uh, the owner of VDIP, if they if they want the help and if they want to merge. Or, um or anything like that now the merging of it is it's I think a, a bit tricky because a lot of those variants as I mentioned before aren't directly portable over to web diplomacy so it is likely that we'll still maintain the two sites but we will do more development together and um sort of you know half the mod teams maybe work for uh, a Ida site that sort of thing and I know that there there are developers uh, who who want to develop for, for both v-diplomacy and web-diplomacy. So there, there are possibilities there.
2: Look, I can kind of, as I said before, both Kainer and I have developed a number of variants. And at the moment, I think whenever whenever Kaner and I get together in a pub to kind of record an episode of, of the podcast, we end up kind of, well, I end up inevitably getting through to all this, you know, all these new variants that have popped in my head that I'd love to be able to make. But there just doesn't seem to be at the moment, as you pointed out, um, a lot of opportunity to get access to Ollie, and that obviously is needed to make sure that the technical elements uh, would work to be able to create variants. so um, yeah, do, do, I mean I also joked earlier about the idea of a you know a, a secret admin club where you guys get all get together and drink beers or something. Um, do you maintain any type of contact at all with Ollie?
3: There was a period of time when I had emailed him back and forth quite a bit um, to talk about site development and things like that, um, and, and when the forum underwent the the changes, and we have um, some refugees, you know, that left outside. But um, I think I haven't I haven't talked with him in in about a year, and I don't think we have received any um, communication from Ollie at, at WebDev for uh, a, a year or two now. Um, any. It, Anything we've heard has been um, from you know the uh, the VDIB uh, mod mod team or people who who are currently working there, but we haven't had direct contact with Ollie. Although we, you know, last time the last time I emailed them, I, I told them that what we were uh, willing and able to do, and I've made that you know known multiple times. Is I don't want to get be pushy about it. I just want to offer to help.
2: Yeah, that, that's cool. I mean, I, I mean, I ended up getting in touch with him uh, probably about six months or so ago when I was getting a bit worried about where things were at. And, you know, his view was like, no, everything's all cool. You know, I keep paying for the account and the account keeps running. And, you know, as long as you guys have got it running, then, you know, you guys are playing, then that's fine. So you, you might be right. There's probably, you know, he's probably just happy with the way things are and just ticking away. Um so putting that aside Zultar, do you kind of see what other possible changes might be happening within the web dip space you know over the next six twelve or you know months or longer term
3: I'm glad you asked you asked that question um so about six months ago we started a, a donation drive um to get a developer to to uh update our um our whole site and and um add features um Fortunately, we found a I think a decent developer. Uh, it's Castas it's himself who is going to uh, or who is working on creating a, uh, a, a new forum for web diplomacy because our forum as um, it's quite dated. You can tell that you know it hasn't been updated since like the early two thousand. Um, we're trying to update that, bring it into you know the two thousand tens. And uh, along with that, we have plans on new features that we're hoping to develop, and we are going to try to uh, sort of update everything and get more developers involved. So we we've we had a, a decent turnout for the donation drive, so that money is going to be used to uh, pay KESAs to work and develop what the policy. It next um, six to twelve.
0: Uh, yeah, so sorry, Zolta. Could you just um, I, I lost you when you were talking about um, what features you're going to be looking at introducing?
3: With the uh, we had a donation drive, um, we, we had gather um, well, quite a good chunk of money, Money but money is go cool and and to pay Kestas, the uh, co-owner of Web Diplomacy, to um, create uh, an updated forum and um, add new features to um, our games. So we had a list of, of features that we wanted to add it. We have sent it to um, Kestas. He's currently working on a forum now. So over the next six, 12 months, we're hoping to roll out a new forum uh, along with addi- additional features that we'll see um, you know, come in sort of on a regular basis. And we are hoping that to, you know this will sort of spur other developers to, to work with us. We're hoping to make the code very clean and updated. Um, to sort of you know bring sight to that next level, to because we what, what our plan and my my goal and uh, is to make web diplomacy the best place to play a diplomacy on the internet.
0: Well, I I, I definitely reckon it's um, it, I think it's probably the best place to play you know the 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 vanilla game of diplomacy out there personally. Um, I, I think it's a great spot to play the game um can you give us any um hints on what some of those features might be apart from the forum
3: uh i give me 30 seconds and i can look up the uh the list real quick here
0: so i I, I find all this very i find very exciting um to uh, little little incremental bits which really add uh, flavor and a, 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 a bit of difference, a bit of change to the what people are used to um, can really. Oh wow, this is a great um, little feature. Um, that that for me is one of the reasons why I was attracted to to V diplomacy. Um,
3: All right, yeah, so I, I agree with that. So I'll, I'll give you just a few of the things that sort of are, are we are really uh, we really want to push through. Okay, so uh, so I've talked about the new forum Uh, we want to do. We want to have a um, sort of up to date ghost rating, live ghost rating formula that will be on the site. Uh, If you're not familiar, ghost rating is sort of like an adapted EOL formula to uh, rank skills. That's not using points. And right now um, we have to manually run the code, and then publish the the, the the ratings on a month-to-month basis. And we're actually late this month. I've, 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 we have not published July yet, and I know that people are looking forward to it. So one of the things that we want to do is to incorporate that into the site itself so that after every game you play, your ghost rating, your uh, your ranking, would just be updated and you'll see it. And if that goes well, then we're hoping to add sort of, you know... Um, uh, do a different kind of rating, like a true skill rating that may be a companion to ghost rating, or if, if people really like it and it found to be more valid, we will we'll replace it. But that's sort of one of the things that we really want to push on because I know that our, our really, you know, the top players on our site, they really care about the their ghost rating, their, their, their ranking there, and not the points. Um, another thing that we want to do is um, a sandbox mode where one person sort of can run all seven countries by themselves, this this will be great for, you know, when you want to set up some uh, scenarios that you want or create personalized games or if you want to run a game from home and you don't want to, you know, sort of do the um, adjudication yourself. Um, also useful for for uh, things like, you know, um, face-to-face games and co- uh, uh, competitions that may want to use our sites for, for ease. Um, another one is we're looking to to add the the sitter option that's existing on the VDIP or and then having you know sort of two players control the same country because lots of people think that that will give us sort of one more type of game variant of, uh, that we can play where two people can talk to each other and decide how to uh, move as opposed to one person per country. So those are sort of the big things that we were looking forward to do over the next six to 12 months and if things go well, uh, one thing that I really want to add is um, when you play a live game right now uh, we have to refresh right the windows in you know, order to see if, if it's um, gone through the, the process. One thing that would be really nice if um, it's a uh, live updating for live games. So when the process has, has gone through your your browser would just sort of update itself and let you know that hey you're ready for the next phase. I think that would be really great. Or of live game options.
0: Absolutely. Well, wow, that's that's a really fun sort of glimpse at the future.
2: That's um, that's some
0: really good ideas sitting there.
2: How did you um? Zolta, how did you actually prioritize those and and end up deciding those are the priorities?
3: Okay, yeah. Give me one. Give me ten seconds. I'll be right back, and I'll answer that.
2: No worries. <laughs> so, Kena, do we just start playing hold music now?
0: Doo, 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 doo. I think the sandbox mode is going to be really popular.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely.
2: Yep. Right,
3: sorry about that. My kids came home, and I just wanted to let them through and let them know that I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be busy for a little bit. In terms of uh, you were, I think, asking about prioritizing those um, those features. Yeah, we had a list of um, fifteen features that uh, the mod team has thought of. When we saw, when we asked the forum, we've kept track. Um, We have 15 ideas, and then we went through internally, and then we talked to um, a couple of developers, one of whom is Kessas, to see which one of those ideas are doable, how long they would take, um, things like that. And and then we narrow it down to things that we think will have the most um, impact. On uh, for the user base that you know they would like, and that would change the way they play the game, make it more enjoyable. So that's that's the process that we went through.
0: Cool. Um, well, sort of coming up to uh, forty-five minutes of your time, um, Zulta, I thought maybe um, if you had any sort of cool, amusing kind of stories that's happened to you as your time as, as a mod or behind the scenes at. Um, web dip that you'd like to share with the larger community might be a good way to wrap
3: things up uh i guess i i don't have like an amusing story to tell but i guess one thing i look forward to is uh, i have sort of like an internal calendar of um forum meltdown the number of days that you know the forum has not meltdown and i look forward to that number getting you know sort of bigger and bigger because uh when the forum melts down it's uh I'm not sure if you've seen it, but it can be a bit of a mess and it takes a lot of time and effort to, uh, uh, you know, to to calm it down. So I, I have like a, a running calendar of, you know, days without four big four meltdowns um, on my calendar. I think that's one thing I look forward to is making that like maybe a year. That would be that would be really lovely.
0: <laughs> I, I fully understand that. <laughs> um. Yeah, it it seems to be pretty calm at the moment. <laughs>
3: it is. It is very calm right now, and I, you know, maybe this 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 uh, interview will will make it last for a whole year. We'll see. It's <laughs> been hard. It's been it's been really close though with this all this um you know politics that's been going on in the background. I'm surprised yeah. that we we don't have you know a meltdown every single day. So it's been uh, it's been really great.
0: So that, that's sort of all from me. Ambi, did you want to ask anything more?
2: No, I think that's kind of given a really good overview of WebDip and where it's all going. Thank you, Zulter.
0: You're welcome. Yes, thank you Thank you very much for your time. My pleasure. And we're back.
3: Oh, yes. That was a bit of a... Guess
1: run, try again. Try again. Much better. Yeah, that's better. Wow. What an interview,
0: hey? That was pretty cool. That yeah, was cool. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed this one. Look, I always enjoy all of our interviews, but... Um, i got a lot out of this one. Well, i mean, got a lot of things it, I didn't it, know
0: before. It gave us an insight as to how web works yeah, yeah. and what's going on there. Um, I mean, how exciting is some of that stuff that's coming up from that donation drive which they had? Yep. You know, getting able to um, hire a programmer to actually get in there and fix some of these recurring issues that they're... Um, Not just any programmer. The the guy that built the fucking
1: thing. (laughs) 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 Built the original
0: PHP code. Yeah, yeah. So that's really
1: that's really cool. Um, That got me thinking. I suppose does that mean that the code base then for PHP diplomacy obviously would first be implemented within WebDip, but then would that naturally flow out to VDip and Diplomail and and like other PHP sites, or they they need to take an extension and then take that and
0: they would need to then um, well. Well, pick it up and reinstall it or something. Pick it up yeah. and, um, yeah, essentially reinstall it. It's a stable thing. And then any sort of addition which they've made to the code, they would have to sort of put those back in onto the new code. I would think. Gotcha. Um, so there could well be a bit of troubleshooting there, but mm. nothing that's in not in some of the happened before. No, no, no of yeah. course not. Um, so that's, that, that's really cool. I mean, stuff like uh, fixing the forum up. Oh, you know, yeah. Like that... Yeah, yeah. I mean that it is, it is starting to look a bit dated. I agree with him. Um, I do love the feel of it. Um, so it'd be interesting how they juggle <laughs> um, what, what the constant flame wars.
1: <laughs> oh, you're just talking about the the overall, the, the, the overall aesthetic, the not overall the actual aesthetic. content within the forum.
0: Well, uh, actually, we should do a section of trending <laughs> forum topics on web diplomacy. It'd just be mafia and and
1: random pro and random anti-Trump stuff, wouldn't it?
0: Oh no, it's just other interesting <laughs> stuff going on. You know, or should we? I'll uh, tell you what, we'll, we'll do it after. We'll do, this. We'll do it after this. So yeah. let's keep talking about our views post-interview. Um, oh, well, we got the we got the lowdown on his um, plus one addiction. Oh yeah, he's a plus one whore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he loves them.
1: <laughs> He's sitting. He's standing there on the on the the streets of web diplomacy on the corner. You know under the red light getting those plus ones ones
0: (laughs) (laughs) hey good on him good on him Um, he's put in the hard yards he He deserves them he definitely does he definitely does Um, and probably the thing that jumps out at me the most for being um, super exciting for myself is one of my favourite variants um, is looking like it's um, in the pipeline to be put onto web diplomacy and what a variant Fog of war is it's just uh, if if, if you were to go if you were to make Perfect online variation of the original board game, Fog of War would be it. Do we, we cover Fog of War
1: early, early, earlier on in the podcast? Years ago? Well, not years oh, ago, years ago. We'll be, we'll be coming, year. We've
0: been going less than 12 months still. Um, well, we could well have done, but um, Fog of War essentially is you can only see um, your units, the territories that you own, and the adjacent territories. On a classic map on the classic map, adjacent yeah. territories to your unit. I love
1: um, Fog of War, it's such a, it's its so so simple, but yet got so much depth and potential complexity.
0: Yeah, yeah. and so uh, the, the, the level of communication that's needed and the um, the chance for misinformation to perpetuate oh, yeah. in a Fog of War game is really exciting. So I'm really excited to hear that. And even, even, within, that. even if it's within a straight gunboat Fog
1: of War game, yeah, just even there, even that's there. That's like, a level of. Complexity. That's like you know you're
0: not only you're blind but you're deaf as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think we've played a couple of um, Fog of War games against each other, um, but there's definitely been situations where I'm happily plugging along on a game of Fog of War, yep. and I might have um, you know four, five, six units. That I think I'm going really well. And then all of a sudden, I've, I've, I've no, as, as turkey say, so, and all of a sudden there's a French fleet attacking me um, in the Aegean. And how the hell did that happen? Oh my God! Yeah, bam! France wins the game. Yeah. So it's it's definitely definitely a really good one to uh, drop into. I, I, I think it will find
2: an episode two.
0: Episode two, guys, jump
2: back. into
1: go back to episode two. That's when I, that's when. The podcast were only like 50, less than an
0: hour. <laughs> <laughs> only 55 minutes. <laughs> oh, well. We need we need to fill in time to, for those drinks. That's uh, right, yeah, yeah, drinking yeah. Drinking time. You do that. like us getting progressively drunk, apparently,
1: and, you know, so uh, we've got to live up to that. But, yes. yeah, I mean, um, that's a really exciting thing to have Fog of War coming to um, WebDip because the fact that, I mean, we touched on this a little bit about the variants within WebDip and about how uh, a lot of the players tend to like to go there to play classic games yes normal yeah. standard bulk standard you know 7 player games and that's and all cool
0: and it makes sense if you're going to put variants into it you may as well Why put not? a variant that's based around on that.
1: yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic yeah. it's a great idea it's a really really good positive thing and then of course there's his own variant that he'd love to see there which again based on the classic map classic map again um, Ankara Crescent wasn't it Ankara Crescent Ankara Ankara Ankara, Ankara. <laughs> <Is> that... <laughs> are we going to have to go back and put in that Istanbul song again oh god <laughs> No, it, it,
0: it's Ankara. It's, I don't know, I thought it was Ankara. Oh god, you're putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable, mate. <laughs> 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 anyway, agree to disagree on the pronunciation of Ankara. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Have you been there? No, I haven't been there. No, I haven't been there either. Mm. Haven't even been to a Turkey at all yet. Well, I don't know if you'd want to go at the moment. Well, I've been there twice. Oh. Yeah, I'd love to see the Hagia Sophia. Mm. I think that'd be uh, quite spectacular, and even just wandering around the old town of Constantinople itself, well, like Istanbul, but Istanbul and Constantinople. We have got to put it in the song now, don't we? <laughs> put a link. Put a link. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, and um, you know how happy he is with the forum at the moment, not having gone into meltdown
2: recently. Yeah, yeah. I've been very
0: lucky. Very lucky. And actually, that's probably a pretty good um, entrance into you know. Missing a couple of what's actually trending on the forum oh yeah, at yeah, the yeah. yeah. Um, mafia Well,
1: no, well <laughs> actually, actually <laughs> I learned a lot about
0: mafia I learned that you know Zulta
1: doesn't know much about mafia right? <laughs> and you don't. it has nothing to do really with the game
0: yeah, it's got well, nothing
1: just... to do with diplomacy it's got nothing with the board it's just like a, it's a forum it's literally a game that you play in a forum environment it's got nothing to do with
0: anything else apart okay. from what you're doing in that forum one of these days I'm going to sit down and try and read the rules because at the moment it just seems like um, well, like the traditional anchor of on a forum, you know Yeah, I actually once oh, going back a couple of years
1: ago actually probably a little bit longer than that I did try to read the rules and try to understand what was going on I thought, yeah, I don't get it but obviously there's a, there's a core group that hangs out of and actually I've also seen a mafia thread within the play diplomacy forum Brilliant. So it's spreading. So it's spreading. <laughs> it's, con- it's a <laughs> contagion. <laughs>
0: a, uh, uh, maybe oh, I don't know. If you can contain it, I think it's a healthy thing. Yeah. So what other things did you get out of this one, Kana? Well, just well, the whole lot actually. Uh, I was, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. And I, fun.
1: I really do like the idea that as a community, the web dip players got together, chipped in a few bucks. To actually, make some of these changes, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and some of the needed changes, yeah. Um, anyway, some of the things that are trending at the moment um, digital forums and free speech. Um, WebDip conservatives have convinced me my worldview is flawed. Well, if you
1: kind of just touch on that for a moment, you have yeah. mentioned
0: before in previous podcasts
1: how you have actually been using the WebDip forum as a Non-filtered, you know, view of American politics, and I'm mean, not just American politics, but the global issues, global perspectives, which, which yeah. is not following the standard Fox News style reporting or whatever like Fox News or the Guardian style reporting. It's it's more a yeah,
0: or it's or it's been filtered through ABC News in Australia, or it's been filtered through uh, Sky News or, or, or Channel Nine. So I mean, I, I really do appreciate. Um, that there are people with differing views um, are able to find new sources which kind of support their differing views and it, it, in some ways. It, it, I, I do like that and I do appreciate being able to
1: look at an intelligent
0: argument even though it's on a different political view from myself. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I do find that valuable. I don't use it as my source of news, yep. but um, I, I definitely uh, follow the news yeah. through that. Yeah, if there's news articles yeah. placed up, I'll chase them down and have a look, and just have to really see what's going on.
1: Yeah, um, it got me actually thinking. Like you know, you know, during the old um, American election and and subsequently discussion around fake news and Russian influence within you know the online. Bar- I wonder like, if any of that actually occurs within any of our environments that we hang out in, particularly in WebDip, where there's this polarising views that can sometimes flare up, or Russian hackers have got, and Putin's got more important things to do with his life than trying to Ultra play with the minds of two and a yeah, half yeah. thousand WebDip players.
0: Oh, I don't know, but it's amusing anyway. It um, kind of
1: actually ties in very well to the thread of diplomacy and about mental mind games and fucking people up. Yeah, yeah. But Bring him down so from the inside. It's
0: yeah. a big challenge of being a moderator too and an administrator. Basically. Actually, there's
1: a really yeah. good... I've talked about Dan Carlin's podcast before and yeah. the past, particularly about regards to history With um, we talked about um, the Mongolians and, and, and the Wrath of Khan. Wrath oh, of you Khan. Can't. Yep, yep. But he's got another podcast series which is around called Common Sense and he takes his very much his libertarian political views. Yep. But one of the more recent episodes was around about this whole ripping apart of the underlying fabric within the US if it was being done by the Russians or what whoever hurt the various interests. Like? Yeah.
0: You could send me a link to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. interesting.
1: Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Hey, anyway, enough to talk yeah. about that. So, um, anything else we want to talk about with regards to that particular element
0: well look yeah. while we're on web diplomacy why don't we cover one of those variants which they have um they have there how are we going on yeah oh, what's going to do how about if I, i'm going to quickly get in another
1: sneaky wine because the happy hour finishes in about a minute Go for and it's it. like only five yeah. bucks for my wine so yeah, wait no, a think i think like it's just, like that one yeah it. okay got my cheeky last happy
0: hour, happy hour drink, drink in yep um, so, you were wanting to talk about a um, Bavarian ancient Mediterranean.
1: Indeed, I was. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, this was, I suppose, keeping the web diplomacy theme going. This is one of the very few non-classic, sorry, non-classic variants that are actually out of web diplomacy.
0: Yeah, um, and it's... And it's been there for it's been there forever, a long while. But I remember when it was voted to become one of them. There was actually a, they, they they put it up. They they gave us a list. Um, this is back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Oh wow! Um, and they, they 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 put it up and they said, "It is a a group of about eight variants which we're willing to port." Yeah. Um, which ones do you guys want to see? And overwhelmingly, ancient Mediterranean was voted. And as a as a second, it was a close second between second and third was um, that world map that they have. Ah
1: there as well. Oh yes. that bloody world diplomacy nine or whatever. Yeah. That one with penguins. The one with the
0: fucking penguins.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the one that we all hate. <laughs> well you and I hate at least. Yeah, we dislike it.
0: Um, but I think modern was the other one that came in at third place. Just at that point, that snapshot of time. Yeah. On that foreign boat. But that's how ancient Mediterranean ended up on the side. Um, How about that? So, um,
1: Ancient Mediterranean is one of those type of games that, I don't know, I really actually kind of, I quite like it. You like it? I played this one recently, probably finished a uh, couple of months ago, over at WebDip, and I lost. Um, I consistently lose at this map. But I have won it before, and I don't know, I just, I really like it, and actually, it's, I like the connections between all the different territories, so, we'll obviously post a, a link through for listeners to the, um, the variant, the map. yep, it's a five-player variant, yes, um, set in, obviously, that, that, oh, I don't know when you say, probably, they haven't actually got a, they've got a date on, I suppose, with the, the gameplay, is not it I know, yeah, the <laughs> The the game actually starts in year one, so it's not technically correct. I guess the um, the uh, diplomacy engine can't allow for negatives, you know, because you're going from say five hundred BC to four hundred
0: ninety nine BC or something like that. But um, yeah, tricky. How does that work? Anyway, um, that's why it starts in year so, one. So you've got Rome, you've got Greece, you've got Persia, Egypt, and Carthage. Carthage. Yeah, and they're all. Um, so the map's centred around the Mediterranean, essentially. Yep. Um, and uh, and because, what, simulating the rise of the Roman Empire, essentially, isn't it? Yeah. Saying, well, what could have happened? Well, that's what happened in real life. Yeah. But well, could what, it could have gone another
1: Yeah, he's taking this as a, as, a, as a... Alternate history. As a, as a very Yes. You
0: know, variation to history. Yes. Um, designed by a guy called Don Hessing. Hessong? Hesong. Hesong. Don Hesong. Yeah. Um, brought it over to um, the... PHP environment by Oliver Roth, a very own Ollie.
1: Wow,
2: yeah. how
0: about that? Yeah, one of his first variants he worked on. Um, now, there's a couple of uh, little funkinesses in this map. There's a there's a region in the middle um, of four sea territories. Yep. Um, and from memory, you can cross diagonally on those, is that correct? Um,
1: I can't remember. Sec, let's see if there's anything in the rules about that. No, it doesn't say anything else about that at all. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just check it. Um, oh, I yes, think it might yes, have. Oh, wow. Yeah. You oh, you've, you've brought up all the links. How would you do that within the map? Um, I'm actually on the VDIP. Um, oh, you're using your super admin powers again. Well, no, you can do it on VDIP.
0: You can't do it on WebDIP. You can't look at the... Because uh, you have the super admin powers over there. Well, you can do that on WebDIP as well, on VDIP. You How? can. Everyone can. Really? Yeah. Go, go, look, go to... Go to, um, go to Sorry, okay, we're taking so, a detour, guys. Yeah, yeah, and go, go and every, if
1: everybody's context for what the hell Kane is doing, he showed me on his iPhone a picture of the um, ancient the Mediterranean map, and all free. the connections between the territories. You can do it on any of them. So right? let's do this. So, so let's keep it. Let's keep it clear. Uh, the um, ancient Med. Oh, is what it is, why do yep. they put under T for the instead of A for ancient?
0: Like the Dutch Revolt, the South America. Okay. Anyway. So just under the map, yeah. Right, see where it says map info. Map info. Loading, loading, loading. All right. Ah, uh, there course. you go, and it shows you all of the connections you are that are on the map. And so you you're can, right. You can actually look at it um, by territory. Yeah. So if you go up here to um, territory. Yeah. Like you can go to. Like Mes- so, so you want to Mes- look and at the no, Libyan is. Sea or whatever. No, we don't
1: miss the because that's the one. Okay. What happens next? Thinking.
0: Yeah, it's thinking. Ah, it'll reload yeah, the yeah, map yeah. and show you all the connections. A little bit cleaner for that particular territory. Oh, this takes and me back to
1: this takes me back to when I was like coding
2: variants years ago. Yeah, 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 it is. It is. Back when oh, we were able to, to actually code, code yeah. variants
0: and bring them up to the site. Um, but that's really useful for any particular variant you happen to be playing on Legacy. Like, so you can jump into that map information if you're not sure if you're not sure if it's is not it, clear in the rules is it a connection between um, regions yeah you're right so there's um,
1: within this map I think there's two areas that are a little bit dynamic like that so there's that uh, four quarters that you mentioned smack bang in the middle of the Mediterranean so the uh, Messinian Sea the Libyan Sea the Gulf of Takape and the Asconian Sea the other one that I always find is a really interesting um, potential stalemate line are there so ramps on this one? Well, you can kind of kind of bog things down around Crete. Okay. Because Crete is both a supply centre and a yeah. land power, or land area. Yep. but an island. It's yeah. an island, yeah. But it's like, got five adjoining seas. So I think there's a lot of potential to kind of maybe stalemate that area. I've been involved in games ages ago where that's become a bit of an issue, or maybe it's just my crap
0: playing ability, I don't know. Anyway, there's a few straits to it. Um, you can move between uh, modern-day Tunis and Morocco. Um, you can. I oh, was just in Morocco. What do you mean? Down here.
1: This, oh, yeah. Sand, it's okay, so basically, you can go over place. the um, strait of Gibraltar from Africa to, uh, I suppose, what was called on the map is San Junim, San. But would be probably be, be Andalusia in modern-day
0: Spain. Yeah, um, there's another strait over here, uh, Corsica and Sardinia. Yep. Um, Where you got that,
1: but I, I don't know what the point of that is, because, oh, I suppose it's useful from a... I was actually thinking from an army point of view, like, why the fuck would you kind of convoy an army to Sardinia so they can move to uh, Corsica or vice versa? But I guess it's actually probably more from the point of view you can put an ar- uh, a fleet in Corsica and... and move and,
0: to straight to Sardinia.
1: So if someone's yeah. in Sardinia... And, uh, like you, I don't know, you're Rome and you've got an army, you know, a fleet in Corsica and now and a fleet in Tyrrhenian Sea, you can kind of take down Sardinia.
0: Well, it and the Ligurian and Sardinian border more dynamic. Eh? Yeah, you know? yeah, I mean, yeah. It adds an extra um, way to break the stalemate there. And there's a the connection between Sicily and uh, Naples and
1: Neapoli. So, yeah, this is a... Um, One thing I actually like about this map, when you look at it, and it actually reminds me of the um, Indians of the Great Lakes map. Does it? I'll tell you why. It's kind of got these densely compacted supply centres around the centre of the map, but then you have these quite wide, um, often non-SC territories around the, the periphery. Which allow you to move very quickly from one end of the map to another within, you know, maybe two, two, let's say two or three turns. You can go from, say, Mauritania, which is modern day Morocco, within three turns all the way to Thebes on the Red Sea. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and on, on that, the other And little... from Armenia, like oh. within three turns
0: all the way over to, you know, the Alps or whatever. North, North Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other, the other little really interesting one is the uh, the river, the Nile River. You can actually go by boat um, down the Nile. Um, I'm not sure if by Uda, I'm just yeah, yeah. I've gone there as a fleet. Yep, okay. So it lends itself to fleets this game, um, but I've also it's the nature of the med, isn't it? But I've also found armies to be particularly powerful for some. Yep, and I'm usually at the. Um, the wrong end of the stick when it comes to, to this. I, I suck at this variant. I really do. do so, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not, I've never really had much success with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, with the with the game that I've recently played of it. Uh, How'd you go? Who were you playing? I played as Rome, I think. Where the fuck is it? I've lost it on my day tabs. Here we are. Gunboat Pizza was the game. Okay, so it's it was a, a gunboat game. game. Yep. So I know. Oh, it was Carthage, I think. Yeah, it was Carthage.
0: So yeah, um, the blue one.
1: The blue one—that's that's no longer on the map. Oh. <laughs> the game was drawn between uh, Italy, Persia, and Egypt. So the uh, the winners of this particular game was um Belly, Captain Tomorrow, and Song. Who played Rome? So Song played Rome. Yeah, Captain Tomorrow, Egypt, and Poo Belly, Persia. Yep. Um, Yeah, as you can kind of see, this was kind of finished in, you know, nine game years. It didn't kind of end well for me. And I found the issue with this one was I started pretty well. Okay. And I did the classic move that any diplomacy player should never, ever, ever do. Overexpand too quickly? Overexpand too quickly and pick too many fights. Ah, okay. So when the game started, scrolling all the way back in time... I went okay. I got an actual... I got three supply centres from the beginning. Okay. And mind did. you, everyone did, because with the way this map works, you can quickly oh, except go... Except Rome. Rome only got two. Yeah, and Greece. Greece only got two, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So, um, but you can... You got a fair chance of getting three, if not two. Okay, yeah. So I started well with that. I started getting into conflict pretty quickly with Rome. I can see that. And that's okay. That's cool. My problem was... I made. I played my cards probably too early, as an aggressive move towards Rome. Yeah. Around the same time that all of a sudden Egypt starts heading my way.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. Never Uh-oh. a good Bump thing. Mile. Yeah. No. Not Egypt really good.
1: starts flanking me oh, all the you, way you over. pressed
0: this. on with your attack against Rome. I know. No, nah, that's a mistake. You should have supported him uh, somewhere. I know, but see, yeah. I kind of. I had this. I had this ballsy view that
1: you know I could be. Because Rome was already butting heads with Greece, I was hopeful that I can kind of cripple Rome quickly, yep. so that I could then actually flip my get, get some get some builds and then turn the tide against Egypt.
0: Only Greece is doing the exact same thing as what you're doing. He attacked Rome to start off with. Yeah, but and then Greece Persia's is getting being being over attacked by Persia. By, uh, Attacking Greece, yeah, yeah. So, well, so I mean,
1: I managed to kind of sneak into Rome itself, and I kind of build up a uh, a power base around Spain to be able to maybe outflank and eventually take Marseille. But I really just couldn't kind of do much about that.
0: Couldn't cope against those armies.
1: No. So yeah. I decided to do something really audacious and started actually outflanking the um, Egyptian flanking, and went oh. smack bang through the middle. Okay. Yeah. To then kind of start attacking. Memphis and the Egyptian homeland. At the which, same
0: time, you're still in conflict with Rome. I know. What? What are you doing?
1: I was being audacious, <laughs> <laughs>
0: bold. Okay, all right. You're hoping very bold. Off. Hoping what? Persia's going to come and help you, or what?
1: Well, yeah, actually, I was actually kind of hoping that Persia would start coming to beat up Egypt, and he didn't. <laughs> I saw these builds in autumn, sorry, in in um the, at the end of 2000, sorry, 2000 in the end of the year three. And he had like you know I thought oh this is promising this is promising nah nah nah. Well
0: year four it looks like you almost conquered Egypt what happened not... me
2: yeah
1: well yeah then I started kind of creating all these other issues around you know Monday Triple E for him and yeah, yeah and by yeah. then you're I mean, still in a survival yes position. But by then by then Greece had kind of gone oh look fuck this Persia's creating me all sorts of issues I'm not going to fight Rome anymore so yeah. Rome all of a sudden stopped from fighting a two front war against me and Greece. To just finding me, single, right? Which meant that all of a sudden he starts coming my way, and Persia's gone "No, nah, I'm not going to help you against." And I kept playing "Persia, come on, come on!" But Persia obviously was had made a strategic decision to stick with um, Egypt. Although, noticing that he aggression. kind of kept this little, he kept it open. It looks an, uh, like he, he kept had an army and yeah. um, sit and sit on for quite a while. Yeah, you he's know. got
0: two fleets just north of Egypt. Yeah, he's and I thought, his I pets. Pets. yeah, he's thinking, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here
1: thinking. we go. Here we go. Here we go. No, he took no, I using okay. It to Greece. Okay. he's Greece. Oh, oh yeah. no, it's fucking Greece over. Oh, no. What's this? Oh, it keeps going and going. He, like, smashes Greece. Okay, so and you're, then next you're thing
0: you know, under a uh, like combined bind All the Egyptian, fucking, you know,
1: yeah. they're coming this way. They start taking out bits of Rome. And, you know, I'm collapsing against Egypt, who have now kind of out outflanked my flank of blank. I don't know.
0: Yeah, okay. He outflanked your flank. And then it's not
1: too long until the whole of Carthage collapses, and I'm out of the game. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Fuck. Whoa. Whoa. Wine everywhere. Right. Just wait a sec, folks. Uh, Let's go clean this up. Okay, folks. I think we've managed to salvage the
0: iPad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Ambien accidentally knocked Carthage's. And it wasn't too uh, bad. I was pretty low on that glass anyway. just the main concern here.
1: Yeah, so. Well, yeah, so um, let's just finish this off and get this out of the way. Yep. Uh,
2: oh, anyway, anyway, anyway,
1: anyway. Is this recording? I think it is. Is it? Yes, it is. Good, excellent, yes. good, good, good. good. Um, only two drinks in and we're starting to question whether the device is recording. It's, it's very dark in here, so it's hard to kind of tell, to tell.
0: Actually, you know, it's probably a really good spot to sort of... Move towards the end of the episode. Yeah, um, I
2: think we that's need to. Fair.
0: We need to dry your iPad, and we do need to um, <laughs> take it to the. Whoa, what the fuck's that? Look at this! Oh my god, it's possessed! <laughs> it's doing its own oh my god, look at it! Seriously, <laughs> <laughs>
1: what the fuck is going on there?
0: All right, all right.
1: Okay, all right. So, so so for so listeners, yeah. literally, my iPad is like have, was having these random moves like someone's doing pinching and pulling apart and then moving the screen around. It's like the Russians have sort of last found out the what we're talking the about. The, the, Russians have, the Russians have hacked
0: well, that. We better, we
1: better get out now, Kana, before, <laughs> before they kind of take over everything.
2: Right, okay. So uh,
1: we'll back this up in about a couple of minutes. But in the meantime, for uh, closing things out for episode 18, I'm Ambi. I'm Kana And Zulter was our interview. Yep. So if you enjoyed that, folks, hop on to iTunes Give us a rating, give us a review. It takes only about thirty seconds. If that, every bit helps. Every bit helps. It helps get the message out about the pie machine. We all want that to happen, don't we? Absolutely. So, till next time, which is about two weeks for you guys and about <laughs> oh, five minutes for us. For us. <laughs> Cheers. See you later. Cheers.